0: This episode of the Prudu Mortai podcast is brought to you by PMTlifestyle.com, authentic Muay Thai lifestyle by Prudu. Definitely go check out the website at PMTLifestyle.com for some awesome lifestyle merchandise. That's for those of you out there either involved in Muay Thai, looking at getting involved in Muay Thai, embrace a healthier lifestyle to live the life of Nak Muay. Go check it out. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Pu'u Muay Thai Podcast. Today is February 8th, 2023. So today I am going over a couple things. One of the main things I want to do is catch up on what's been going on with One Championship. Or one FC. I talked about it a little bit here with some of our guests on the podcast. Um, you know, there's there's a lot that's going on. You know, already into February. It's been a crazy January for me, travel wise, work wise. Catching up after Thailand and all the media and stuff like that too. We had fights. We had one of our students compete. Shout out to Chad who stepped up. Had no aspirations to compete until going to Thailand. He'd been training one year fought against a guy who had 15-plus years of martial arts experience and had a handful of fights on him. I think around, like, six or seven fights. So, shout-out to them. Also, shout-out to his opponent. Super great guy. Um, If you ask for, like, an opponent, you wouldn't ask for somebody more respectful than that. Uh, Kind of going into here, I'm also live on TikTok. For those of you that are listening to this later, over on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, YouTube Podcasts, everywhere that you can find podcasts you can find the Pu'u Muay Thai podcast all right before we get into today's show I just want to uh, give a mention I began doing Amazon reviews so review videos through Amazon the link is in the show notes if you are on TikTok you can check out the link is in our bio as well to go check that out I said the forbidden word it's forbidden to say link in bio on you do you imagine it on TikTok because they try to Keep everybody here on the platform. They don't want you clicking off the platform. But we have Amazon review videos, and one of the cool things about that is when you guys go through and you click it, you can check out like uh, reviews of Muay Thai equipment, training equipment. I also have idealists. What well, idealists are? Let's say you are not one of our students and you can't talk to us in person, or you can't get a hold of us. You're not an Instagram social media user. If you go on and you can see our idealists on Amazon you're going to be able to see like the equipment that we recommend on Amazon for beginners sparring equipment. I'm constantly expanding it. As we're going through, I have review videos. I've been uploading a lot of different review types content and I see anarchy greaser over here on TikTok. What's up, man. Good to see you stopping in. Hope you're doing good. Um, but kind of going through, um, that review process. So by you going through and just watching our video and interacting with our account, what happens is any purchases you make through Amazon in the next 30 days, if you do not view another video, it automatically gives us commission. So it helps directly support Pu'u Muay Thai. So if you're probably are I'm not gonna say if you're buying stuff from Amazon, if you're in the U S and I know you buy stuff from Amazon, please go check out the video. It would mean the world to me. It helps out. It's a very passive way of supporting the channel. And uh, supporting the podcast, supporting Pu'u Muay Thai Academy, and supporting like, TikTok, social media, and other merchandise and stuff like that as well. Along with that, we just released the Pu'u Muay Thai Eat Sleep Teep Hand Wraps. First time ever putting Eat Sleep Teep Hand Wraps. You have them in pink and black, just like we did with the shirts when we first released them. Uh, it's on the cuff custom hand stitched everything like that handmade in Thailand these things are awesome I don't have a pair on me right now currently but we have them at our PMT lifestyle shop it is available for shipping worldwide you're going to get a direct customized hand wrap they're all handmade in Thailand sent directly to you and it's going to support our academy and there are I, I think our first run is we did a uh, 100 so uh, looking forward to selling out all 100 I know it will take some time uh, but when I do, I'll definitely have to mention it here, on here. What's up, DJ Unique Illusions? Hope you're doing good, man. <clears throat> also, this Friday, we have, uh, not this Friday, this Saturday, we have Gabe David, who's going to be visiting us, <laughs> we're going to be visiting us at Pu'u Moita, Santa Barbara, running a guest class to help fundraise for his event that he's going to be fighting in again at Rumble in the Jungle in Tulum. He's back at it in Kodchuk. Fighting. So if you're not familiar with Kod Shook, Kod Shook is the old style Muay Thai where you are wearing hemp rope around your hands instead of boxing gloves and throwing down full rules Muay Thai, professional Muay Thai in Tulum. Someone says, <clears throat> I bet you can't put your leg behind your head. You're right. I cannot put my leg behind my head. Josh Dennis, three, four, zero, five on TikTok says, man, I wish we had a Muay Thai right in my area. We have, quote, kickboxing, but it's all cardio kickboxing. So Josh Dennis, hit me up, man um maybe we can make something happen for you one of the cool things about muay thai is we didn't have muay thai where we're at either when we first started so if you go check out the podcast you can see that you know how we became muay thai i kind of talked about this whole process about how this happened definitely go check it out do not be discouraged make that trip to thailand do that research. Let me know where you're at to drop something down here in the comments. And thank you so much for the follow, Josh Dennis. I appreciate you. Um, DJ Unique Illusion says, "What up, Cruz? So what do you cop? So what do you cop? Hope you're doing good up there in the Bay Area. You're gonna have to come up. <clears throat> so you're gonna come down here to Santa Barbara soon. Gabe Davis coming down this weekend again for a, seven, for a guest class seminar. Forty dollars suggested donation. All proceeds go towards his travel down to." To loom. Uh, Josh Jensen says, definitely go check it out. Addicted to BJJ right now, but in Knoxville, Tennessee. I don't know how far Knoxville is from Nashville, but I'm going to be in Nashville, Tennessee, to help build some Muay Thai. If you're hearing about it for the first time ever, I'm spilling the beans, I might get smacked around for this, um, helping build up a team of ring officials down there in uh, Nashville, I'm going to be visiting my friend uh, Bruce Penyapol over at Chonbury Muay Thai. It's about a three-hour drive. It is worth it. So he's going to be doing live Muay Thai events, full rules Muay Thai. Uh, so I'll be out there. you got to come out and come check that out. Uh, Josh Dennis It's going to be badass. Uh, he's going to do a great job. Bruce Penyapol from Chiang Mai, Thailand. I believe Chiang Mai or Chiang Rai, Northern Thailand. Has an amazing academy down there. And he's planning on doing uh, full rules Muay Thai promotions. He's talking with the state right now. They were trying to do something a little bit earlier, but they're going to have to push it back to make sure they do it right. Uh, Any word I want to be, we were, they were shooting originally for the end of April. But I don't have a date yet, man, but we're going to have at least two months' notice beforehand, all right? And you will hear about it. The hard thing about out there is getting the venue, all right? The venue out there because there's so much stuff going on in Nashville. It's hard to secure a venue because there's so many things going on, all right? But... Definitely. Uh, Again, I'm glad you followed us because you're going to see more. And if you're listening to this later and you want to hear more about this as well, uh, go check out uh, our email list. You can go uh, fill out the form for the free beginner's trial guide. Once you get in there, you're going to be on our email list where we're going to be posting about this stuff. You can also join the Muay Thai Community Discord server. Gotcha. Where are you guys based out of? We are based out of Ventura in Santa Barbara, California, United States of America. Shout out to our listeners around the world. We have listeners in Asia, Japan. Well, that's obviously Asia too, right? Um, You know, Australia, big listener based in Australia. Shout out to Australia. You guys are crazy. Buying eSleep tea merchandise like crazy. Thank you so much for the support. Really appreciate it. Uh, Also in Europe and uh, all over North America and Central and South America. Alright, so getting in today, I want to do to catch up. The Discord is a great place to help, learn, and share. Thank you so much, DJ. Uh, I I know you're in there and you, you chime in every once in a while. And anybody that's listening to this too, I want you to know something. If you don't understand how to utilize Discord, the search function on there, and I started putting my answers with certain keywords in there that are common for people to look up. So whenever I put an answer, I'll put some extra keywords at the end. So when people search on Discord, in our, the Muay Thai Community Discord server, you can go on there and search like, hey, Muay Thai beginner tips. And you're gonna see all the times that I responded with Muay Thai beginner tips. All right, so it's a good document, way to document everything. Josh Dennis says, okay, I'll be out that way in May to visit my dad in Biggerfield. I'll try to drop in and check it out. Awesome, and yeah, Bigotfield's just a couple hours away from Ventura. Definitely, you're gonna to want to contact the academy before you come. Uh, we don't normally allow like a drop-in or anything like that, but we can set up a, a unique day pass program for you if you are in the area to come check out the academy. We also do private lessons, so that might be a little bit more your style. We have a badass team of coaches in Ventura and Santa Barbara. Um, they're people that like you train with them. You know, you're you're training with the people that I train with. All right, so uh, all really amazing people. Uh, you know, the crew ed coach Ryan, all the coaches in Ventura, all the coaches in Santa Barbara, everybody's amazing. Great benefit of training with everybody too. All right. So, uh, going into catching up. Okay. I'll see what I can do. I'll only be in LA for the day after flying in. Totally understand, man. Um, I hope you can make it up. It's beautiful out here in the golden coast of California. All right. So, uh, kind of catching up with one championship, man. There's been a lot, and it's been one of those things. I was like, man, I need to do a podcast. I need to catch up on this. So uh, the first thing I want to talk about is, man, let's talk about Stamp and Anissa Mexin. Stamp Fairtex versus Anissa Mexin. I was so looking forward to seeing that fight happen. I've been following Anissa Mexin for years. She's one of the best in kickboxing and in Muay Thai for women. And the fact that she was finally, like, I saw her kicking butt training in Thailand during the shutdowns and, you know, training with the trainer one-to-one, like, in their house and shit like that. Um, this is a niece Mexican, by the way. And for her to finally get her chance to be able to go out there and go fight against Stamp for the title, like, I was so much looking forward to that. Apparently, something happened. She missed the hydration test. And she missed the weigh-in due to a family emergency. So um, I don't know all the details of that. It was very shocking. People were kind of making assumptions about that too. Uh, DJ says that would have been a good bout. Absolutely, man. I'm I'm looking forward to the time where they eventually are able to connect. I hope it's not when either of them are past their prime. All right. I hope it's in the near future. Knowing ONE FC, they are going to make that happen. Imagine if it happened in May in. Colorado here in the USA that would be freaking dope alright but with that last minute cancellation normally like UFC or something like that they're going to try to scramble around on the card to find somebody and they were able to do that as well on one championship they got on last minute they got Supergirl and Drunsock stepping in to fight against Stamp Fairtex so, just so you know they both trained together at one point alright uh, Wonder Girl, Supergirl both trained with Stamp Fairtex was great at making matches compared to other organizations. Absolutely, Josh Dennis. I agree 100%. It's one of the reasons I have been promoting. If you listen back on our podcast, I've been talking about one C for quite a few years now. And I called this shit a long time ago with our students. And I'm glad I started documenting and talking about it here on the podcast because now I have proof. All right? I have proof. Like, we knew this was going to happen, and it's one of those things that seeing this is an amazing opportunity for the sport. I'm going to get more into that as well. But Supergirl stepped up to fight against Stamp. I want to say that she actually stepped up in weight, I believe. Uh, and She actually gave Stamp a very close fight. Some people haven't actually watched the complete fight yet. I've been that busy uh, to sit down and give, like, my professional judging opinion on it. But from my understanding, it was a little bit, like, a pretty close fight. Some people actually thought uh, Supergirl won that uh, but Stamp did come out with the decision victory on this retaining. Uh, I don't know if that was even for a title. Honestly, I have to go look that up. Uh, let me see right now while we're on here. If you guys have any other questions and stuff like that as well, please let me know. Um, let me see. Stamp, Fair this is Anna, Drew and Suck. Okay. The bout was competitive on first watch. Yeah, you can – it could definitely tell it was. Let's see. Kickboxing. Oh, it was in kickboxing too. Strawweight kickboxing. I don't want to sign into your website, man. I, as much as I'm sure it helps. Boom. Three, three second rounds, so it was not a title fight. Demetrius Johnson held his own against Rod Tang in their Moita MMA match. Yes, that was very impressive. And Josh, if you, if, again, man, I'm really glad you found us because I talked about that for months here on the podcast as that was building up and brewing from when it was just a rumor. All right, so. Uh, go check it out because there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff people don't know about. Um, I see not you eight five two, who's asking a question it says he's six foot two. In your opinion, what weight class is good for that? Um, so the thing is with weight class, I to mean, get too much into weight class. If you want to know more about weight class, definitely shoot me a message. I can talk more about it, but it depends on your body mass index. What's your height? How much lean mass do you have? What's your age? What's your dietary intake like? You know, are, do you have a lot of body fat? Or are you very lean? For me, I was always a very lean person. So if you're also a very lean person, you know, your walk-around weight probably going to be 8 pounds, 5 to 8 pounds away from what your competitive weight's going to be. Whereas if you have high body fat percentage, maybe you could be getting down much lower, right? Also, it depends on where you're hitting the hardest, where you recover the best, and where you perform the best, too. So all those things matter. But That is a great height. For you to be able to, I, I mean, I fought people just to give you some reference on this too. I fought people at 135 pounds that are six foot three, all right. And I've fought people who are also six foot four at 140 pounds, And I fought people who were five foot eight at 147 pounds. So, this weight class thing, you know, it's all subjective, depends on who you're fighting and everything, too. Uh, DJ, I, I hope that gives you an answer, not you852 over on TikTok. I hope that gives you a better kind of concept on it but it is very much a complicated thing i've talked a bit about weight management here on the podcast on the pu'u muay thai podcast if you haven't checked it out go check out the link in our bio go check out subscribe follow us on apple podcasts we're on google podcasts we're on uh youtube podcasts we are on spotify all those things go in there go listen to episodes on weight cutting all right you can also join us on the uh muay thai community discord server and you can ask more questions that's great you haven't fought yet don't worry about it man but you gotta we gotta address all those things before i can give you an educated answer and it's a, definitely a question you should be talking to your coach about your coach is going to know best you're gonna know way more than me until me and you sat down i'm always open to do uh, one-to-one coaching calls and stuff like that as well i am available for that service for anybody out there all right uh joshana says my muay thai knowledge on fires isn't great but as of right now liam harrison is my go-to to -to watch awesome great one so uh let's get he was a beast during his prime man liam harrison still beast even with the knee surgery he's dealing with guys so be on the lookout for him thank you so much if you're watching here too on tiktok on tiktok live double tap the screen double tap a couple times all right let's get those like counts up it helps get Our small business, our small family-owned business in front of more people. More people are going to start learning about Muay Thai as well. That's my whole message, to have a positive impact on people, as many people as possible. And Muay Thai is that vehicle, all right? So, going on to our next one. After the stamp win, where she didn't get to fight in ESMX fought against Supergirl. Shout out to Supergirl. Being game that is very much Thai style, stepping up last minute, saving the day, and going in for a fight, Right? next one is Superbon and forgive me I'm going to try to pronounce this name as much as I can Chingiz Alizov the Georgia born Belarusian Azerbaijani wins by knockout in the second round kickboxing with a right hand ragdolls freaking Superbon huge huge victory for the young fighter alright for Chingiz and it's very ironic because Superbon dethroned one of the best kickboxers of all time, in my opinion, in Giorgio Petrosian with a freaking head kick, ragdolled him. Then he gets ragdolled, gets dethroned. The compet- competition level in kickboxing is freaking insane in one championship. All right. Juka3300 says, I think Nong Oh is in the 145 weight class. They don't have 145 weight class. They have 140, 147. So I think he's somewhere over there, but I don't know off the top of my head. actually just saw Nong O out in Thailand. If you scroll back on our TikTok feed, you can see him as well. I've been training for around one year and a half. Lost over 100 pounds. I walk around at 190. Holy crap, man. You lost 100 pounds? And first, slow clap. Well done, gentlemen. Great job on changing your life. That is a life-changing transformation. That is a win right there. Jonathan, how are you? What's up, big show? Good to see you, man. I'm doing great. Just catch up on 1FC. I'm talking to our people over on TikTok. If you're listening to this later, go follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Pu'u Muay Thai. Go check out Pu'u Muay Thai SB on Instagram as well. The Santa Barbara Academy. See what they're up to and everything as well. If you're watching here on TikTok, double tap the screen. What's up, Coach Connor? I see you in there too. All right. But uh, not you, 852. Congrats on the weight weight class. McDojo. Sick Nova says McDojo greater than what? (laughs) Okay. Um, One championship is up there with Glory and Kickboxing. Eat Sleep Teep. Thanks, man. Yeah, man. Go get the Eat Sleep Teep hand wraps. Uh, They're live in the store right now. Um, You can get a pair. It ships direct to you worldwide. All right. I have them at all of our distribution centers. All right, but just so you know, I think that personally, Glory, they filed bankruptcy. They're on their way back, but they're not at where they need to be at for kickboxing. I think one has dethroned them, in my opinion, on a production level and on a an excitement level of high level competitive fights. All right, but let's get back to this for Super Bond. All right, so Super Bond gets freaking murked with a right hand by this young fighter, right? Totally just changed the bracket by this one right hand. Boom! Ragged all of them. Freaking suck to see Super Bowl and get cracked like that, but freaking amazing for Chinggis on doing this as well. And Big Cho says, a former glory kickboxing champion is doing a seminar at a gym in March. Awesome, man. So, along with that, that's some fight drama. Let's go into some political business drama. I talked about this here on the TikTok and stuff as well, on YouTube Shorts, uh, Instagram. And it was news for a few days. And you're not really hearing much about it because I'm sure there's some conversations going on about it. But one championship is being sued. One championship is facing a lawsuit on claims that it is not staying true to traditional Muay Thai, authentic Muay Thai. The Boxing Association of Thailand is reportedly taking action against the promotion on grounds of violating the Boxing Act of 2022. Uh, I don't think it's 2022. I think it's 2002. I copied this from article, but it's 2002, I believe, is uh, the Boxing Act. All right, uh, don't quote me on that exactly. You go check it out. Do your own research, guys, always. But with that, I have some insight information I want to share here on the podcast. So, if you've never heard of MX Moy Extreme, MX Moy Extreme was the first small glove Muay Thai event in Thailand. All right, John Wing Parr was doing cage Muay Thai over in Australia, but in Thailand, the first people doing it was MX Moy Extreme. Mr. Th- I believe Takun Supa from Sussi Papa Gym was involved in this regulation and getting it regulated in Thailand. MX Moi Extreme. They did the three-round fights, no moi, you Moi, know, no Sarama playing. And then they just had high-action three-round fights with small-glove Muay Thai. DJ Unique Illusion says, I love max Muay Thai bouts. If you like max Muay Thai, they, can't- they started around the same time. Was the MX Muay Extreme, which is I believe in Bangkok for the stadium where Max Muay Thai is in Pattaya, Thailand. But when they took MX Muay Extreme as a concept to the boxing board and the sports authority, they said, "Hey, this is cool and everything, but you cannot call this Muay Thai." And one of the things is because they're not doing the YKU Ram Muay, all right. They're not playing Sarama, all right. And on top of it, they're not using the same equipment. They're using the small MMA gloves, all right. But they had, that's where they had that idea. They're not calling it MX Muay Thai Extreme. They're calling it MX Muay Extreme. All right? It's a different quote-unquote rule set. All right? John Way Parr is the beast. His daughter is becoming a menace in the ring. I hope the best for Jazzy Parr, by the way, guys. Just personal note. I hope that she gets some more equal matches that she can win and rally up because it would be cool to see that legacy. Come on. Double tap the screen if you're joining in here. Again, this is Jonathan at Puga Muay Thai. If you are watching this over on TikTok Live right now. All right, so with that, I was always a little bit surprised knowing this little insider information about the boxing board and with MX More Extreme. I was shocked when I saw a small glove of Muay Thai happening in one championship in Thailand. All right, so um, with that, I kind of maybe thought that they had an exemption. I thought Chatri maybe talked and, and got the exemption on it. Well, guess what? Turns out. That assumption was wrong, apparently. Uh, and while the timing is precarious, you know, while one is talking about getting all his money and cash injection, and there's a pushback from the stadium gamblers against the entertainment shows, and I will say it first and foremost, seeing Raj Dumnun and seeing Lumpini used in the way it is now, it's kind of weird. If you've never seen how Muay Thai was before and been there... And seeing like how the stadiums are now, it's it's a little bit different vibe. Before, women were even allowed to touch the ring. I'm not saying that's right, but it's just like that was like the demeanor of the whole place, right? And then now they have like a, a skimpy, like a scantily clad woman DJ every night at the fights, right? It's just a very big polarizing shift. And really, I've talked about it a few times here, uh, starting back with Master Bob Carmel. It's like, hey, we don't know if this is the right thing to do, but guess what? The people have spoken. Entertainment Muay Thai... Is growing with people like one FC so with the money coming into the sport like it is we are now seeing obviously the ramifications of them growing and gaining the spotlight one of the great things about Thailand is there's a lot of like there's not as much government red tape and regulation to go through to do Muay Thai in Thailand if you want to be a promoter you can go there and you can go do it all right you don't need like liability insurance but As more money starts coming in, the government will start getting involved, right? That's when they'll start regulating, all right? So I believe we're just kind of at that point with one championship. They see, like, hey, they have money coming in. We can start regulating because they can start enforcing these rules and regulations now that they have their brand established, right? So I really think that it's not like – I don't think it's anybody trying to be flagrantly, like, trying to, like, punch up at one FC. But I think of it more of, like, hey – Follow the rules in the authentic culture of Muay Thai. Alright, you're seeing the Thailand Tourism Board. they just had the amazing Thailand Festival in partnership with WBC Muay Thai and they actually set a world record Y crew, I think it's three thousand plus or three thousand three hundred, three thousand six hundred people doing Y crew Remo at the same time, led by uh Bokau, Ban Banchemek. They had the Thai military, the Royal Thai Army was there, uh, in full force doing this together. So it was pretty Astounding. They actually got in the Guinness Book of World Records for that. It's a little bit of a side note for this. All right. But it's to show how important it is to preserve Muay Thai in its authentic form. All right, It was based in war. All right, The way they fight is very important. It's a cultural thing. You're learning Thai. When you go to a Muay Thai event, I explain this to people. Even if they're going to Thailand, not for Muay Thai, I highly encourage people to make sure they... Go to a Muay Thai fight, you see Thai food there outside with the vendors, you see gambling, you see Thai dance, you see Thai martial arts, and you hear Thai music. It's like five things all at once and then you see so many different people at the fights. So you see the country, you see the higher class, lower class, middle class, all there at the fights, all right? So it's very much like a unique experience in regards to Muay Thai and the culture of Thailand. And so I just see it as one of C being held to the same standard as other promoters. Um, I hope it's easily resolved. I don't see it being a big thing. I see it more as like, hey, you're going to pay this fine. And then you just have to call it Moy Extreme. And it was very funny that this came out because I actually noticed that when Fairtex Fight Promotions was doing the small glove fights when I was in Thailand, I noticed on the screen it said Moy Extreme on it. Or like, yeah, it said that like Moi Extreme Rules. Right when they have the small gloves, and I'm like, oh, you know, maybe they're just differentiating. And that's kind of when I was like, wait, 10C doesn't do that, but and they have fights here and they're gonna be at Lumpini for one Lumpini <laughs> on Friday nights. So kind of cool to see that speaking of one lumpy i'm looking forward to seeing my friend kong Klai any muay thai from kit kenton gym fighting against super ball super ball is not super bun just to be clear it's a rematch i think this is the third time i think it's the rubber match between both of them so it's very exciting why does one of see break up the clinch early in their muay thai fights juka 3300 this is a great question i was talking to my friend jake about this as well um in their gym is very much you know the kit torn gym is very much a muay Pardon me. Oh I burped. Uh, a moy cow or like a clinch knee fighting gym. Right? And they're having to adapt and start practicing with more hands and they don't really know why the fighters why the referees are breaking it. But I suspect that it's the modernization and the growth of entertainment Muay Thai and wanna see coming involved, right? I don't know if somebody's talking to them, saying, like, hey, we're going to break the clinch a little bit sooner. Or if it's just something that they've started noticing and they're just kind of embracing I don't know. I don't have a clear answer on that. I wish I did. Um, personally, authentic Muay Thai, if they're active in the clinch and they're able to defend themselves, you are good to go. You let that shit go. All right? Unless someone's, of course, getting, like, knocked out. Someone's knocked out cold. Yeah. Give in, step and break the clinch, right? Give them a count or wave it off. So... With that, Muay Thai is definitely changing. And if you are interested in hearing more about One Championship, make sure to visit onefc.com. Go check them out, One Championship on Instagram and TikTok. They have some crazy content. I like it. It's better than the UFC content. All right. If you have questions here on TikTok, please stay on. I'll stay on for some Q&A and stuff as well. If you're listening to this later on on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the podcast platforms, please, please, please go leave a review. I would love to hear what kind of questions you have as well. You can always DM us at Muay Thai on Instagram. TikTok's getting their DM game up, so you can DM us there as well. Thank you so much, and have a great day. All right, that's it today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you guys are listening on iTunes, please go leave a review. It means the world to me. If you enjoy the content, if you like hearing about all the stuff that has to do with Muay Thai and what we're doing...